0: Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Good morning. Turn around and tell your neighbor, say, I'm glad you're here today. Would you tell them that just... I am so glad you are here today, man. I really am. Uh, If this is your first time with us, just want to give you a special welcome uh, and just tell you how excited we are that God sent you here today. And so just as a Faith new Church family, can we let all of our first-time guests know we love and appreciate them today? Come on, so good to have you. Make yourself at home today. If you have not yet already, make sure you stop by Connect, got a gift for you. But again, thank you for being here. All of our folks who are joining us online this morning, excited to have you in our online family. Uh, But uh, if you're new with us there, you can click the New Here link, and uh, that's how we get connected. But um, I'm just, again, excited that God sent you here today. A lot of great things happening. Uh, Man, our Spring Festival coming up. Uh, Stand up, Mr. Sean, if you would, real quick, man. Uh, Good-looking joker, man. That's a good-looking guy. But uh, here to serve. I don't know if you told them this yet or not. Did you tell them? that? Yes, yeah. If you sign up today, you get a uh, Here to Serve t-shirt. Uh, as a volunteer for our Spring Festival. We want you representing the community, showing the love, and as people come in, just serving and being more like Jesus. Come on, amen. amen. That's what it's all about. But I, again, I'm just glad you're here. For who brought a Bible to church? Anybody love the Bible? Come on. Yeah, I like y'all's excitement for that. Yeah, it's cool. Well, if you brought yours today, turn with me to Isaiah chapter 6. Come on, Isaiah chapter 6. And as you turn to Isaiah 6... Don't forget the Uversion Bible apps app we use right here in house, and uh, you're welcome to use that there even at home. If you click on the Uversion app, click More, then Events, and you'll actually be able to right there s- to see in the palm of your hand the verses. Uh, Point something that God has given me to share with you today. You Can save that, share that as well. But I want to read eight verses this morning, and um, and just uh, again look at what I believe is a very important passage of Scripture as we're in this series right now called When You Pray. And so uh, a little bit different today, but um, this is what it says. It says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne. This is Isaiah having this prophetic vision and seeing this, again, the, the glory of God. And He says, High and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim, angelic st- beings. Each one had six wings, with two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, with two he flew, and one cried to another and said, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, and the whole earth is full of his glory. is Ain't that good? Can we just read that together? Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. That's good. Y'all read well, too. That was so good. Verse 4 says, And the posts of the door were shaken shaken by the voice of him who cried out. And the house was filled with smoke. So I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the king. The Lord of hosts. Then one of his seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal which he had taken with the tongues from the altar, and he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away and your sin purged. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then I said, and this is his five-word prayer. Here am I. Send me. (laughs) That's five powerful words. Let's pray. God, thank you today for being in this room, being in this place with us, Lord. And Lord, by your spirit, Lord, just at every home and every gathering and every every place this is being broadcast. Lord, tonight, today, I just want to thank you for that. Thank you for your presence. And Lord, today, we ask that you will reveal yourself to us. And may we see you clearly and respond accordingly in the name of Jesus. Would you say it? Amen. 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 We're in a series, if you don't know, it's called When You Pray. And I just have absolutely loved looking and studying and sharing and teaching the uh passages that we've been studying and looking at different prayer models, ways that we can pray, and uh, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been challenging at times, but I, I love what we looked at last week. Tough message, but called Praying When It's Hard. If you missed that one, it, like all the others, is available on all of our streaming platforms, but shared three things with you last week about praying when it's hard, and first one is this, is that we need to pray more when difficulty comes, Hey, man, don't, don't let when that difficult situation arises, when something tragic happens or when something difficult comes your way, don't let that push you away from God. Let that show you your need for him and, and go after him more in prayer. And, and when you do that, I believe this, that you can have peace in the process. I truly believe that you can have peace in the process when we do this. And when you pray, do it like this. Expect God to work. Come on, don't be surprised, be in awe, but don't be surprised when the Spirit of God shows up and moves in your life. And so today, we're talking about another prayer in Scripture, a little different than some of the others, because um, I really feel like that this prayer of Isaiah, who most scholars would say Isaiah was a young man when he was called into ministry. And I love this because it shows us that ministry is not bound by age. Come on. Amen. So you're not too young to get started if it today. You don't have to wait. Amen. And if you have not yet started and you're a little older, it's not too late for you today. Amen. God is calling you to do a great work for him. And so I love this prayer. I love what we see here. And one of the cool things is this, is that we actually see where God is speaking back to him. That's prayer, too. I think a lot of times we can kind of come to him with our list, amen, and, and share things and talk to him and, and ask for things. And, um, but it's, it's important to listen. Amen. We, we have prayer here on Monday morning 6 a.m. and online as well. And, and if you know that, we take time to worship. We take time to pray and talk to him, and we take time to listen. And I love it. I love what God says to him, and I really love his response because some of the other prayers we've been looking at, and they're all biblical prayers, and we should be praying these. Again, not just at one time in which I taught. I hope you're making this just a part of your prayer life. Um, one, of, one of the prayers that I've been praying daily daily since I taught on this is the prayer of Jabez. And um, again, just a prayer of blessing, a prayer that again, God's hand shows up and his, his presence shows up in your life. And, and it's amazing. We, we saw the, the Lord's prayer. We're about, Lord, give us this day our daily bread. God wants you to pray for, to him and pray for things. Come on. Amen. Nothing wrong with that. And that, but that's not the only way we should pray. Amen. There's other ways to pray, but this is cool. We should be asking those for those things. And I believe, again, we should be expecting God to work when we pray. Again, when we pray according to his will, he shows up in our life. This is a great way to pray. But again, we're not doing this where he's not Santa Claus. He's not just coming down and just answering our list. Amen. But it's cool that we pray. I've been joking about praying the prayer of Jabez and and having a little fun with it again. But I'm serious about actually praying the prayer. And and when you have a relationship with that God that you're praying to, I believe he brings the blessings in your life. Come on! Don't pray that prayer without the without the relationship. But if you have a relationship, be praying that prayer and expecting God to move. We were joking the other night; it was, it was a fun time. So again, we, we were at our small group the other night, and during our group time, we were playing a, a, a card game. And again, there was you know some of y'all folks may think cards is wrong, but but I, we we I love card games. We were playing Texas Hold'em card game, and uh, and it, it was a fun time. And again, no money on the table, none of that. Still, wasn't gambling, but we was having a good time fellowshipping together. Now what was awesome was this. I told them and I looked at them I said, bro, I've been praying in prayer, Jabez. (laughs) As I pastor, I don't think it works that way. He was wrong, Amen. Because I won, somebody, Amen. It was awesome, and it was great. At the very end, we were kind of like, okay, let's just do one more, one more hand, and we're going to go by the high card. And John, one of our guys, was dealing. He said, "We're going to go by the high card. Whoever gets the high card wins." And so they started like giving this guy like a, a three. This one had an eight, and it was like a two, you know, you, don't, you was there, and, and it came over to me, and I'm like, I've been praying, praying to preach Abbas, and the king showed up on the table, come on, sub- no, this- am I telling the truth, Lamont, you don't want to admit it, but, I, but you, you've seen it, you saw what happened. We were at Frankie's the other day. This is a true story. I'm not exaggerating this with pastoral kind of emphasis. No, this is a true story. We were at Frankie's having a little fun time with, with our grandbabies, and was playing a little game. You push this button, it gives you little points. You know, if you hit it on the right button on the little spinner thing, we're getting like two points, ten points. I don't know, just different points. The the top one was two fifty. Oh, it was my turn. I put the thing in and I hit that button. I'm pray prayer Jabez, blessing in the name of Jesus. 250, come on, you better look out. No, it don't work like that all the time. And again, he's not Santa Claus. Give me God. Not, that's not who he is. But but it's cool. And again, we should pray and ask for things. Barnabas was blind and Jesus knew it, but still said, What do you need? But that's not all prayer is. And I hope that's not what's coming through in this series because one of the things about prayer that is beautiful about this prayer is that Isaiah prays, what can I do for you, God? Again, he wants to do so much for you. But God, what can we do for you? Like Sean shirt, how can I serve you? And again, serve others as well. Now, if you look at people in the story, in the scriptures, you'll see where there have been some others called by God, encounter God, but yet they answered in a different way. You would see people like Jonah say, here I am, you know, God, but I'm not going there. Amen. You know, you, you see uh, people in the scriptures like Moses, like here I am, but then he was, his answer was like, send somebody else, you know, but I like Isaiah's prayer. Isaiah prays this prayer, five words, and he says this, God, here am I, send me. Dude, that's a radical prayer. That's like that's a crazy prayer because he didn't know what all that meant. He didn't know, and again, I, it's easy for us to say, here am I, send me. If you know where you're going to go, know what you're going to have when you get there, know everything's going to be all right in the end. But God was looking for a group of people today who will say, God, here I am. Send me whatever that looks like, wherever it is that you're calling me to go. God, I'm here and I'm willing to do whatever it is that you say. I want to be where you want me to be at that time. Tammy, now at the marketplace when somebody needs prayer breathed back into them and the life of God flowing in them, God, wherever it is, Lord, send me. No, that's, a, that's again, a radical, crazy prayer. And I think some things have to happen for us to get to the place in our life where we're willing to pray that prayer, not just pray it, actually mean it. Amen. And so, again, I want to look in Scripture today, show you three things right from this passage of Scripture that happened that I believe puts Isaiah in the position in the place to where he prays this prayer. And firstly is this, that we need an encounter with the living God. Amen. we need an encounter with the living God. This is incredible because, man, Isaiah's life was wrecked, radically transformed by an encounter that he had with the living God. Now, you see the passage. It says there in verse 1 again that it was in the year that King Uzziah died. And so, again, he said it like this. I saw the Lord seated on the throne. How many of those earthly leaders are going to come and go? We're about to enter into politics season again. Man, this thing's coming around quick. And it's just, but but those leaders are going to come and go. They have placed a lot of hope in Uzziah. Judah had believed that, man, this is going to be the answer. And again, this now, this king dies. But listen, how many knows? We were just singing about him. We have a king who's going to live forever. Amen. And he's alive today. Oh man, that's so good! And he said it like this: I saw the Lord sitting on a throne. The word "Lord" means it's the word "Adonai," and it means the supreme, sovereign Lord and Master. And where was he seated? Now, this, again, this is what we have to ask ourselves. Is he Lord of our life? Not just a Savior, but are you Lord of my life? And the Lord is, this is how you know, if he's seated on the throne of your heart. And, again, is he in that position and place? The word throne there means the seat of honor, the seat of dominion, the seat of authority, and the seat of power. And so, again, this is our prayer. God, I want you to be seated on the throne of my heart, and I want to fully, again, know you, see you for who you really are. Now, you can ask yourself this question, and you should. God, are you in the place of authority in every area of my life? Have I given you all of me? Have I given you everything that I have? I've given you all my finances? Have, have I, am I trusting you in my tithes, my offering? But here, here's the thing. You know that God's a better steward of your money than you are? He's a better steward of your life, your health, your, 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 your time. He's a better steward of those things. So I want him to have it. Amen. And so, again, this is how we know it, that he is seated on the throne of our hearts. And, God, we give you everything. You can have, you're better at it than I can. You can do more with it than I can. And, but most of all, why does he deserve it? Because verse 3 says this. One of those seraphim cried out to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Man, because this holy God, he is holy, holy. One word, one time, he does not give justice to, again, how holy he really is. And so as a result of them declaring that, the glory of the Lord was in that place. And the Hebrew word there for holy means this. It means set apart and unapproachable. That's how holy God is. That's the God I'm talking about. The God that we're talking about today, Adonai, the supreme Lord and master. He is the one seated on the throne. He is unapproachable and he is separated from everything else. But this is what's cool. We can go into the throne room. He sees him on the throne and we can go into the throne room too. Why? Because Jesus made a way for us to enter into the holy place. Amen. Any good news to know that he did this for us, that he made it available for us. Like So now today, he wants every person in this room to encounter the presence of God, the living God. And Isaiah said, when he did this, he said, I saw the Lord. And maybe, maybe we haven't yet been able to say, send me, because maybe we haven't saw him yet. And seen him for who he is. And this is what he wants to do this morning for you. He wants to reveal himself to you in full measure, and you to see again how holy he really is and how set apart he is and how much he wants to do this for you, set you apart for his work. This is how holy he is. So again, we need an encounter with the living God. Not even just say, yeah, I believe he's living. I want to encounter him. I want there to be an exchange. I want to meet him, see him. I want to lock eyes with him. I want to see that God. So again, we need an encounter with the living God. Secondly, this is what we need to do this also. We need to see our need for God. This is huge. Like We need to see our need for God. Because Isaiah recognized some stuff about himself. He recognized, and again, this is what the holiness of God will do. It will show you and reveal to you your sin. It will reveal to you your struggles. It will reveal to you just how unholy you really are apart from him. Amen. And Isaiah recognized this. Again, this is strong because this is what he said. He says, so I said, woe is me. like." Oh, man, this holy God, I'm, I'm in your presence. He says, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips. I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. What did that do to Isaiah? It recognized again when he saw the majesty of the Lord, when he saw the holiness of God, he recognized like his own struggles. He recognized his own failures. And this word undone, when he says I'm undone, it literally means to cease. That's heavy. Like this unapproachable set-apart God that we can't go to. He says this, and he was correct. I cease in his presence. Like we, I want us to understand the seriousness, the the the, the greatness of this God. I'm talking about the holiness of this God. We cease to exist in His presence apart from His grace. Man, you still think about God that way? Like, do you still have that awe of God? Do you still have that reverence of God? And and think about that holiness? He saw this. Now, this is a truth. Like, listen, if if you're breathing right now, the God gave you that breath. Like you're not that good. You're like, man, I'm in shape. I can run a 5K. You know, I mean, congratulations. But He gave you the breath. It's heavy. We don't talk about this stuff in church like we should, because but it's the truth. Listen, apart from understanding, man, that we need him. Apart from him, we cease to exist. Like right now, listen, apart from the grace of God, we see we don't have life within us. Like when you take that trip down the Roman's Road, man, if you understand, if you've ever been down the Roman's Road, beautiful way, one of the great ways that you can witness to someone. You recognize, listen, that everyone has sinned, falls short of the glory of God, that every person, listen, that they, that you, me and you, we're sinners now and we need the grace of God in our life. It's heavy, but that's true. And he recognized that. He's like, man, but I'm coming before this holy God. I cease to exist right now. I'm undeserving to be in your presence. Woe is me, for I'm undone. I'm unclean. And that's true. But he didn't get left like that. This is one of the cool things about God. When you have that encounter with him and when you recognize how holy he really is and when you recognize your need for him, he doesn't walk away. He comes to you and he changes your whole life. Oh, man, I love it. And this is point three, man, and this is so important that we need to realize what grace can do. But it shook this guy named Isaiah, unclean, undone, undeserving to be in the presence of God. And the grace of God comes in and radically transforms his life to be able to say five words in just a few moments. So we're going to talk about how. I believe it's a beautiful picture of salvation and the fire of God when he comes upon our life. Because it says in verse 6, One of those seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar. He touched my mouth with it. And he said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away and your sin purged. This same prophet, Isaiah, was given the prophetic picture in Isaiah chapter 3 about this God who was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, chastisement for our peace, was upon him. By his stripes, we we're healed. How? What does he do? The grace of what God does and pours into our life through the person of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. And man, this is incredible today because one touch from God changed this guy's entire existence. One touch from God changed his entire existence, and he took something that was unholy and made it sacred. He took something that, again, by itself was sin, and he also set it apart and made him holy also. That's why, because, man, we've been on this in, in Corinthians on Wednesday nights. We're in 2 Corinthians right now, and we just talked about him, him Paul now saying stuff like, Be holy. How does that even happen? The righteousness of God is given to us. It's not our righteousness. It's not our, because again, our, we're sinful. We're filthy. We're filthy the grace of God comes in and scripture says this that he makes us and we become the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus and so again he does this for you and this is what grace is do and we need to realize what grace can do because it took this guy undeserving to be in the presence of God radically changes his life sets him on a path and puts him towards us and this is what the altar of God will do it will alter our life It will change us, and we should never be able to encounter this living God, recognize our need for him, receive what he has for us, and we will never be the same again. Now, this is what he does. The grace of God, remember this, this is what qualifies you. Because right now, every person in this room could get up and talk about, man, all the junk in their life, numbers two. We didn't end this message with number two. We went on to three because I want you to see it, but two is important. The order is important, and it's important that we recognize this because he said this, this is what took place, and this is, like, wild. Like, he recognizes now in front of this sovereign, holy God who is, like, unapproachable, like, I don't deserve to be there, but somehow, again, the grace of God is allowing me now to be in your presence that you have a work for me to do, cannot do it apart from you, but when you touch my life, that qualifies me. That qual- that's, that's what does this for you. That's what sets us towards our path. And, and this is huge because look at the order of this. In verse 8, we see something. And this had never hit me like it had hit me until I was studying for this message, read this many times. We see something happen. We see something take place. And now, Isaiah, the Bible says in verse 8, he said, Also, I heard the voice of the Lord. Man, have you heard him lately? Have you heard the voice of God? Have you heard him speak to you, speak to your heart? And, And this is what he says, like, he's asking, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? He prays the prayer, he says the five powerful words, here am I, send me. But there was an order that set that up that I had never seen before. There was in this, in what we just read, there was first of all a recognition of who God is and who we are apart from him. There's also a recognition, now we're going to see again, the recognition of who God is and who we are because of him. <laughs> man, That's good. Like, man, because of the grace of God, because of the, the purpose and the plan he has for you, because of that, now we see this. And so there's a recognition that happens. But what took place? Repentance took place. This guy recognized and repented. I like, mean, I don't deserve to be in front of your presence. I don't deserve to be there. But when we do that, the removal of the sin that took place, the coal that came off the fire of altar, and it came and set upon his lips, the scripture says that it purged and removed the iniquity and the sin from his life. That removal and that recognition, that repentance to Him is now what qualifies us because this is huge because it says here, now this is what happens. I heard the voice of the Lord. If you haven't heard the call of God on your life, it's not because He's not speaking. It's not because He's not talking to you. I think it's very possible, man, that as they were, they were holy, 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 that God was just speaking directly to Isaiah. Say, man, who are we going to send? Who, who's going to do this? Who's going to go? But the recognition of God and who he was. The recognition of his need for him and that repentance to him, remove the hindrances and the things in his life and open up his ears to hear the voice of the Lord. Oh man, we I I, I just, again it's just so easy to get so distracted. Come on. It was so easy for other things to draw our attention. And man, like God is speaking to us. Other, other, other morning, Angel and I were having a conversation. and The grandbabies were there. And, and it was one of those mornings, the TV was on. It was blaring. It was loud. And Ellie, our, our almost four-year-old, running around, screaming, cutting flips. And just, you know, almost, Eliza, almost two years old, riding around, just running around, just crazy stuff. And we were saying stuff to each other but I don't know what we were saying. I just don't even, and I went over there, and I was like, man, I just took the remote, and just hit the pause button. Man, I'm telling you, some of you just need to hit hit the pause button. Remove those distractions, those things, and again, through recognition, repentance, he removes, and then you hear him clearly, because here's the truth, he was speaking. And Isaiah heard him. And when he heard him, it was a beautiful thing. He stepped into his purpose. One of the things I love most about being a pastor is watching people step into their purpose. Not, not just get a title, not take a position. I'm talking about stepping into your purpose, like recognizing that, man, God, you've put me in this place and you want to use me here. And then if we miss it, we repent. Man, beautiful words. You don't even know you were setting up my message. I mean, it's just like incredible. Again, when that happens and then we do this, this puts us in the place to where we can say this to him. Here am I. Send me. And nothing that you do, I I promise you this, nothing that you do for God is insignificant. I think so many times, like, we look at things in our life, and and maybe you're serving on a dream team here. Maybe you're being a part of that, and maybe you think it's not that valuable, not that big of a deal what you're doing. I I want you to understand, listen, it is important when God calls you and you step into the purpose that he has for you, and when God calls you to this, And, and this is the thing, when you answer that, it's a radical prayer, God, here I am, send me. It's not always to some remote village somewhere where there's no running water and no bathrooms and no toilets. And maybe it may be, it may be exactly where he's sending you, but it may not be. But what I want you to do is this. I don't, want you, I don't want you to think like, man, like in your mind, like, man, that has to be this big thing has to be the call of God. Like, man, if God did this, God called me, I would carry the gospel around the world, but I haven't heard him say that yet. Like, but man, I, I want to be. Or maybe that is right. Maybe right now you're like saying, like, I want to be responsible. I want to carry the gospel around the world. I want to carry the gospel around the world. But man, you maybe listen, you can not do that through foreign missions. Maybe you can't do that and and, and go out and, and, and do it that way. But you know what you can do? Join the production team. Come on, join the production team. Like, Whoa, hold, on, hold on now. no, no. I, was, I, I, I would if God called me, I would carry the gospel around the world, but he ain't called me to do that yet. Like, no, no, he may be calling you to carry the gospel around the world. You know, right there, Adam, that room right there, that Adam's standing beside right now, that production room, the gospel's going out around the whole world. Every place a satellite will take it. The message of Jesus is being proclaimed, and people are watching it right now in other parts of the world. It's amazing. And God may be calling you to be a missionary to those places through the production team. And it's not insignificant. It's very important. Maybe you've like, man, watched one of those commercials and you see the tragic situations that are in different places in our world. And man, there are some very sad, tragic things going on in this world that just are. And maybe you've watched those commercials and you've seen the little children that are crying and you've seen those things. You're like, man, man. if God ever called me to go out and man, minister to those kids, you know I would do it. I would do it, man. I promise you, I would go if he called. You know, he may be calling you to minister to kids, maybe right down that hallway. It's a place called Faith Kids. And, man, it's a dream team, man, and people are proclaiming the gospel of Jesus to a generation that I believe God's going to raise up and usher in his presence, and we're going to see things done through them, man, that we can't even dream of. It's amazing. Love it. Maybe you're looking at your life, you're saying, man, I, I just I, my, my call is I just want to love on people, but, you know, he had not called me yet to go into those jungles. If he called me in the jungle, I'd do it because that's my heart, Pastor. I want to love all some people. He may not be calling you to the Amazon. He may be calling you to connect right here. Y'all look at me. I'm preaching good whether you like it or not. Amen. I'm speaking truth whether you get behind me right now or not. I know when I'm on something. Amen. And maybe like, man, I, God, he's called me to be a watchman on the wall. And if he ever called me, I'd go out. I would be a watchman. I would do that. He might be saying, join the safety team and be a watchman over this house and look for things. Be a protector of this place. Maybe whatever it is. But I want you to see this. What God calls you to do is not insignificant. It's valuable. Whether it's in the park, whether it's at the vendor, whether it's this, going to your neighbor's house. I say, man, you know, something? God loves you. He's got a purpose and a plan for your life. As our worship team comes or Adam comes, I want us this morning to see this, and this is so important. God, I just kind of feel like I dropped two questions on my heart today to share with you, and it's just it's two simple questions that today. First of all, have you done this? Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard the voice of God call you? Are you hearing that today? Are you hearing that this morning? Because he's calling you. He's saying it. Maybe there's some things that need to be removed from your life. Maybe there are some distractions or some things that you need to just say, God, I want to recognize you, a oh God, as the Lord of all things. I want to repent to you, Jesus, and ask you to remove those things so I can hear clearly. Have you heard? He's speaking to you. Secondly is this. Have you answered that call? Have you answered that call? Maybe some of you have heard it, Like, man, I'm just kind of like, I just don't know. I just, Just, this is your prayer. Lord, send me. Because if He sends you, He'll give you everything you need. He will go before you, He'll prepare the way, and He'll use you for great and mighty things. And I'm going to ask you if you would to stand right now as Adam begins to display over his house. and, And I want you to think about this for just one moment. And this is for you. I want you to insert your name. This is what I want you to do. I want you to insert your name in this, in this statement I'm about to say. Isaiah went from feeling like he couldn't even be in the presence of this holy God to signing up to being his representative. He went from saying, God, you're holy. I'm undone. I cease to exist. I don't deserve this. In the presence of God walking into his life, radically transforming and changing him. And Isaiah went from saying, I don't deserve to even be in your presence to being his very representative. And that's what God wants to do in you. So he's saying that this morning. He's saying that to you. And just riding hell, this is kind of how it felt this morning. I prayed this over nine, and I want to pray this over you. We have missionaries in this room, we have that in this room. And it's every person today who will pray Here am I, send me. Here am I, send me. And this is why I just want to pray. We, we do it this way when we commission and send forth missionaries to the, to the mission fields. And God was like, man, the, the, the school was a mission field. like the, the workplace is a mission field. The hospitals that you work at, the, the, the home that you live in is a mission field. And God said, commission them. Release them for the work. But this is what you have to say first. God, here am I. Send me. Send me whatever it looks like, God. Whatever I have to lay down, God. Whatever you need to remove, whatever you need to do, here am I. Send me. If that's your prayer this morning. I just want to pray, a prayer of commissioning over you and blessing over you. And I, want to, I just want to do it this way. I just want to invite you to come just right now. Just don't wait. We're not going to count or close your eyes and all. Just, just like you're saying, God, I'm here and I want you to see me. I want to do, I want to sign up this morning for whatever it is that you want me to do. If that's your prayer this morning, you say, God, I want to sign up this morning for whatever it is that you want me to do. Whatever that looks like. And this doesn't mean that you're saying like, well, I'm not already doing something. Or maybe you are doing something. You're like, okay, I'm already serving. I'm not talking about are you serving on Dream Team. I'm not asking if you're on the worship team. I'm asking, are you willing to pray a dangerous, radical prayer and say, God, here I am. Send me. Come on, send me. Yeah, just come. If that's you. I'm going to hold for a second before I pray this because there's still more waiting and you're saying, man, I don't qualify. The grace of God qualifies you. Come on, the grace of God is what qualifies you. If that's you, just come. Just come. You can fill in this area here, this room here on this side. Know if you guys want to start working your way around here just a little bit. Yeah, God bless you. And I want you to understand this. Like, if you're not moving right now, and I say this in love, because I love you. And I always try to give you the truth in love. Right now, like, your neighbors need you. Your coworkers need you. People in your school, they, they need you desperately. And God wants to use you to minister to them and take the gospel, take you from from, from being a person who's like, mean, I don't deserve this to being his very representative. Yeah, God bless you. God bless you. Yeah, you know what? Else? Just keep coming. Adam's just going to sing over you guys in just a moment, but I just want to pray a prayer of blessing and commissioning over you and release today over you. and. I really believe this Like, God can change the world with your yes I believe that and, and I think our yes is just simply this it's just returning back to him what he's given to us that's our yes it's just saying God I recognize your grace I recognize your love I want to say yes to you Man, this is beautiful I want you, Before I pray this over you, man, it just says the Spirit of God, I just want you to look to somebody to your left and right. And I just I want you to just, man, just even right now, I'm getting ready to pray it. But, man, I want you to say this to them. Say, God's sending you. Come on, I want you to speak out over them. Say, God is sending you. He's sending you. And where that is is up to him. What that looks like is up to him. Could be, again, down the hall into the connect. Could be across the world. But he is sending you. He has called you. He has called you. Have you heard? And have you said yes? (laughs) We lay hands on them when we pray this commissioning prayer over those that we send out. And so just as a show of connection, can you just maybe place your hand on the shoulder of the person near you right now? And you know, some are already joining hands. However it is, but I just wanted just there can be a connection made. I just really believe that this spiritually is spiritually, God's getting ready to release this house. He's getting ready to release you to go to be sit ones. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I want you to see this. Don't, don't see yourself as insignificant. Don't see your call as small. Man, I want you to stay, hear it again. The voice of the Lord saying to you, who am I going to send? It wants to be you. He wants to be. Now, just say this before I pray over you. Would you just say it like this? Just say, here I am. Send me. Send me. God, I'll just pray right now. <laughs> Lord, just to release over this house right now, God. I pray a prayer, Lord, of commissioning right now, of sending right now. Lord, this we're signing up to be a part of right now the Great Commission. This is right now the greatest mission you've ever placed your people on, Lord. Lord, that's to be carriers of your gospel, Lord. Wherever that may be, whatever that may be look like, Lord, wherever that may go, God, we're willing to do it. Lord, send us, Lord. So, God, I pray now blessings over your people. God, those who don't think today, Lord, they qualify, Lord. Let them just experience the grace of God right now. Come on, let them just experience the grace of God right now. Maybe some of those who who, who wouldn't move yet or haven't moved yet, Lord, today, let them experience the grace of God. Let the qualifying right now begin to happen in their heart and life. Let them begin to recognize, Lord, that the, the purpose and the plan that you have for them is great. Lord, it's great. Lord, it's not insignificant. It's not small, God. Lord, it's great what you've called them to do. So, Lord, I pray a prayer of blessing right now. I pray a prayer of release right now. God, that we go out. Lord, what you're doing here is not just for here, that we take this out. We share this with this world who needs it, Lord. Lord, we're signing up to show Jesus to our neighbor. Lord, we're signing up to show Jesus to our family members and our co workers, Lord. We're signing up today, Lord, to go into a jungle in the remote part of the world. Lord, if that's where you send us, God, whatever it may be, God, here we are, God. Send us, Lord. Lord, here we are, God. Send us, God. We'll go, Lord we will go. Lord, I pray prayer release now. blessing over your people now, Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Adam just ministers right now. I just want you just to stay in God's presence. I want you to begin to pray for those that are around you. And the presence of God, the fire of God is going to do this right now. It's going to begin to remove the hindrances. It's going to remove the distractions. It's going to prepare you right now. The grace of God is getting ready to qualify you and set you forth to go do some great things for him. So as Adam ministers this song today, right now. Just stay in his presence. Don't move until he tells you to move. Today, Lord, here we are. Send us. Send us today in Jesus' name, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.